Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. Great show today. Great show for audio, great show for video. You know I'm going to tell you to subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Please do it. Come on. Just go to YouTube, type in Ross Patterson Revolution, subscribe. You can watch it. You can watch it on your TV now. Every, Pretty much every cable system and obviously every uh, smart TV has got YouTube for free. So if you're just chilling out want to throw it on in the background, dude, we'd be grateful. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Ross Patterson Revolution. And uh, and as always, if, if you're out there and if you could give us a, a nice five-star rating and a review on iTunes, we super appreciate it. Uh, Amps. Amps, we're uh, we're buying a new studio, so we're in the we're in the midst of that. So we're doing some live shows in San Antonio. Big things coming up for for the show, and it's all because of you. Thank you for listening. It just keeps growing and growing. Um, man, uh, again, one point six six or sex one point six million listeners. We're super grateful. And we're also grateful to our sponsors who pay for this whole thing to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put a little BRCC in that cup to start the day. I know I did. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee made with the hands of veterans. Bagged out and then shipped straight to you. They get a subscription of the month program that is lights out. Uh, comes to your house on the same date of every single month. They got K-cups. They got bags. And uh, pe- look, people love them, man. Uh, they're, they're everywhere. I know you're, you're seeing BRCC everywhere, you know, Hannity and all those other guys, but uh, Joe Rogan, uh, they're, they're out there, and <clears throat> we are super grateful uh, to them being on the show. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Use it on the Coffee Club of the Month program. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. How do I love GhostBed? Let me count the 15 ways. 15 ways are, are this. You get 15% off if you're military or first responder. Boom. That's half the audience on this show. So you're, you're getting an extra $200 off. Uh, look, on, on mattresses and stuff, that's a huge deal, man. Um, I'm happy to say also we're doing a lot of big things with these guys in the future. It's a brand that everybody has reached out about to us and said, hey, I bought this bed. I love this bed. Uh, thank you for not fucking me over and making me pay for something that was, you know, I get six or seven hundred bucks and making sure it was real. And I was like, hey, of course, man, I wouldn't be sleeping on this shit if it, if it wasn't. Uh, I got three of them in my house. Uh, I got all the pillows as well. Get the pillows. Pillows are amazing. And if you're a regular human like myself, they get amazing deals. They get a seven ninety nine bundle package, which includes that adjustable base. So. You can uh, craftmatic yourself all the way up. They got it's got a remote control. It's got USB ports in into the thing, uh, flashlights. It's amazing. And as always, at GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros, they've got a thirty six month pay as you go program. No interest for thirty six months. Nobody's offering that. So if you need a, a new mattress, go to GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros today. Uh, next thing up, we got Led by Iron. Dot com apparel led by iron l e d b y i r o n dot com look they've been on the show before you always see me wearing their lbi t-shirts man that's that's uh, look i work out in them uh training them and uh most importantly yet another company that is it's all first responder owned 100 percent first responder owned uh these guys are doing it man one's a firefighter one's a paramedic uh, they built this company, man. Uh, look, a couple years ago when we had them on, they were small. They were just starting off. Now they're fucking huge. Everybody's wearing lead by iron stuff, man. We had a, 
We had uh, uh, the guy who killed Bin Laden on Drinking Bros, um, Rob O'Neill, man. And uh, he even he, I saw him wearing it out, man. We went to dinner that night. And I was like, damn, you wear Lead by Iron too? He's like, dude, everybody does. So uh, right now it's a, it's, it's a, the biggest little hidden secret in Nashville. Uh, go to leadbyiron.com. Um, and check out their thin blue line and th- thin red line ap- apparel, man, for firefighters and, and police. Uh, these guys are the fucking best all the way around, and their Instagram is, is rad. You can always hit them up, and they always respond at ledbyiron on, uh, on Instagram. Go to ledbyiron.com right now today. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off all of their gear. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Don't think they're going anywhere. They're not. Four amazing flavors, orange, grape, uh, lemon, a ridge, you know that grape is going to make America great, great again. Or grape again. Nah, eh, screw that one up. Who cares? 10-pack, uh, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle. Now that it's summer, we're, we're starting to get uh, right into the end of ass-eating season. You got to get drunk, and you're, you're going to have to go uh, uh, eating around from the, from the front again. Uh, Strike Force Energy will help you do that without carbs and sugars. Tasty, tiny little 10-pouch that squeezes into every liquid available. Go get it. Go get it. Uh, last but not least, talking about straightrazors.com. Straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's the that's the product everybody's using for their for their beards, for their manscaping. Uh, their straight razors are second to none. And if you're worried about using a straight razor, you can always use their safety razors. That's what I use uh, to, to be realsies with you on a day-to-day basis. Partly because I travel so much. Uh, you, the fucking goddamn... Security took my took my straight razor, and uh, so I, I use a safety razor now. I don't take that shit. It takes about a day and a half off your shaving. They got beard oils, mustache waxes, shampoos, conditioners, you name it. Love, love, love. Straightrazors.com. Perfect Father's Day gift, by the way. Go there and get a kit for your dad. Um, go or just get some aftershave for him. Get that smolder all up in your bidness. Again, the beard oils too got smolder. Um, so the shampoos. Love that scent. I don't know what's in it, but it's it smells like 10,000 tiny elves. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Let's hop into the show. Uh, shall we? James, the pageantry, the magic, the NFL drafts last night. Oh, I made it all the way to Haskins. <laughs> did Wait, you? did I? No, no, you didn't. Can't lie about that one, huh? Because what I don't, happened? I don't know if Haskins even made it all the way to Haskins. Uh, he, <laughs> there's always one player in the draft who gets boned, right? I think the most infamous one of our generation. Am I saying that right? I think so. It's a hard G, right? It's a hard G? Yes. Was Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers was sitting in that green room for 300 hours, and they just kept panning back over and over and over again. And since then, players that aren't sure, who are kind of on the cusp of like, hey, man, I should be a top pick, but I'm not going to. Or they didn't get the closing call. Yeah. They're yeah. they're now doing outside parties somewhere else off site, which is smart, right? But then it's like, uh, you're at this big party. Yeah. So when I saw Dwayne Haskins, you know, obviously I love him because he's a quarterback of Ohio State. Um, but he threw for 50 touchdowns last year. He should have he should have been the first quarterback taken in the draft. 
Instead, it was Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is too small, but that's a whole other story. Don't really care. Was more excited to see where Haskins was going to go and all of that stuff. Thought for sure he was going to go to six at, at the New York Giants. I think everyone in the world assumed that. Then they pan to him at his private party, and he's not on the phone. Whenever these players are not on the phone, that means somebody didn't call them from that from a team to to draft them. Right. So when he wasn't on the phone at six, I turned to you and I was like, oh boy. And they kept panning to him and he's just casually texting and doesn't look super happy. So no. I thought, uh, something is going on. Something is awry. So six goes, they take this uh, quarterback from Duke who's terrible. I mean, absolutely terrible. We watch a lot of Duke games because we're in North Carolina, so they're on all the time. And it, I have no other reason, nor does the rest of the world, to watch a Duke football game. Basketball, they're awesome. One of the greatest teams uh, out there in college sports, basketball-wise. Right. Every single year, they're amazing. Absolutely. Love when they're on. Love watching them play basketball. Love watching UNC, North Carolina, play basketball. Do not watch any of their football games because they're not football schools. They're not good. To my chagrin, when they drafted the quarterback from Duke with the sixth pick, whew, I didn't know what to think of that. Giants fans were <laughs> livid, booing all in all forms of the country. And this happens every year because a, a team always makes a really awful pick and their fans let them know about it. Haskins started laughing. But I turned to you and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Looking at the board here, there isn't a team until like, 13 that needs a quarterback and I was like well and I said on the sports show on drinking bros sports show I said if by some miracle he was able to fall to 15 to the Washington Redskins they need a quarterback too that would be a great place for him um he's from Maryland so it's you know I think that stadium is maybe 30 minutes away from where he grew up that's what happened oh it is and you said that on the show yeah yeah yeah. I well I look no way was I expecting that I thought I thought quarterbacks would have gone off the board right around 10 and then 13 and 15 would have been snowed. Like, hey, sorry, there's no there's no great quarterbacks left in this draft. That did not happen. And he was pissed. Pissed, Jabes. When I say pissed, I've never seen a kid get drafted in the first round of a draft and not smile at all. I didn't I didn't I didn't see him smile once. Last night. And then they interviewed him afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. They sent somebody out to this this party, wherever he was in, in Maryland, to to interview him. And they were like, hey, uh, you don't really seem that excited. Like, this has got to be an amazing moment. It was like, yeah, you know, it is. Um, but the league done messed up. And, and it was just like, all right. The beauty of this now, because of the pageantry and the magic, which I always love, sure, always talk about. Sure, sure. It's again. This should have been the Giants' new quarterback. He was going to succeed Eli Manning, and that that would have been a a big deal for the for for New York and the city of New York, right? Mm-hmm. Since that didn't happen, and he fell all the way to the Redskins, he's now in the Giants' division, and he's going to be playing them twice a year. There's only 16 games in football a year. In NFL, he's gonna be playing them twice, and he goes, "Look, if you don't think that I have a a chip on my shoulder coming into this draft, he goes, imagine how big it is now." Mm-hmm. So I, I looked, me personally, 
if that was my quarterback, I'd be amped about that. I would be amped about that type of talk. Yeah. Blow it up every yeah. time. Because you, you want to see a guy who's angry about it. Because look what happened to Aaron Rodgers, right? I know. I mean. And Aaron Rodgers is now, you know. Give him something to prove. That's it. So uh, that's kind of kind of where it laid with me last night mm-hmm. as, as far as the draft goes. The rest of it was uh, pretty predictable, I would say. There was a couple reaches in the in the draft, but nothing too out of control. Yeah. So uh, I enjoyed it. I Look, I enjoy it as always. It keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I've never seen Nashville go off like that. There was 100. I, well, Roger Goodell said there was over 200,000 people in the streets. Uh, ESPN, I think their report was like 150, 160. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it was over 200. I mean, you there was just humans as far as the eye could see for that thing. Oh, yeah. Just standing in the streets. Yeah. Which far, is... <laughs> far away from any screen, from any person, and just standing there. Yeah. And I just thought, wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. Like it, for for it me personally, crazy. look, I love the NFL. Uh, if I lived there, I would probably roll down, you know, maybe to a bar or something. But if I would have saw that many people when I turned the corner to go to that bar, I would have turned right back around and said, going to watch this from the comfort of my own home. And that's and that's the difference, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. us, because they again they have a, a nice little VIP area for a certain select amount of people, and then the rest of it's Gen Pop, and you're you're packed in with everybody else, drinking beers, no place to piss, and it's like, eh. And then it started raining last night. Mm-mm. Now the the people in VIP up at the front of the stage, they're all covered, right? So they're fine. They were sure they were raging last night, and you were like, ah, oh, man, this is great. Yeah, and then looking great. back, just. Yeah. Fuck all you guys. And, and and not only that, but like the the fact that it's in prime time now on ABC. Right. That's a big deal. That is going across the country for free. And then they were televising on ESPN and the NFL Network. It's beca- I mean, the NFL has just become a juggernaut. They st- they, had a, they they stumbled a little bit with the Kaepernick thing. Um, lost a bunch of ratings, but then I think it's propped up by fantasy football and in, in particular now, um, in particular sports gambling, now that they've legalized sports gambling in all 50 States, you're rooting for your team harder than ever before. And it's fun. Like I, I enjoy it. And I'm, I'm glad the I'm glad to see the league coming back a little bit since the Kaepernick shit, you know, they settled with him. They settled his lawsuit, got him out of there. He's not coming back to play anymore. Nice. Nobody's kneeling anymore. So to me, like that took a lot of people out of it. And now everybody's like, all right, cool. The dust has settled a little bit. Let's just move on. Right. They're going to have a problem with uh, kind of the violence aspect that's going on off the field. Because there was some audio of, of one of the league's top players last night, like him and his wife arguing uh, about beating his son and some other stuff. And you're just like, man. What? Yeah. And there was a, a prominent reporter for ESPN named Michelle Beadle, uh, who's great. She covers all the NBA now. But she was doing a morning show with the rest of those guys. And she got on air after the last incident happened before. She goes, I'm not covering the NFL anymore. Live on air on ESPN. And ESPN owns the rights for Monday Night Football. So they are an NFL-owned network. They pay billions of dollars for those rights. She And she came on and was just like, I, I to me... The NFL breeds nothing but a culture of off-the-field violence and, and things like that. And she's like, I'm not going to be a part of it anymore. 
and uh, they last night they somebody leaked this audio tape, maybe about thirty minutes before the draft started with this this Tyreek Hill guy and what was happening, and uh, just kind of put a yeah a little bit of a somber mood on things where you're like, man, could we wait on all of that? But uh, you know, other than that, if they can clean up that problem, uh, the NFL looks like it's going to be fine for years and years and years to come how we watch it and view it and gamble on it uh, will change but uh the, the nfl as a product seemingly gets better is getting better and that nashville seeing that crowd in nashville was was proof of it because it's just the draft and like you said you can't see no. you can't see past you know you're the watching first it on a big yards. screen standing in the street yeah Right up next to someone. But you are drinking and you're a part of the party and all that stuff. So Listen, eh. I get it. Eh. I get it. And you have a sports show. I do. That you guys, did you go over it? Are you going to go over all of this again? Like the picks and stuff or what? Well, so here's the thing. The way they've split it up now. The first round is on Thursday. Okay. So second round's tonight. And then the rest of the rounds are over the weekend. Okay, so, so you guys are going to kind of... We'll, we'll do a wrap-up show on the entire up. draft. Got yeah. it. Because first round, a lot of people trade out. There's usually about six or seven trades in the first round because they you can get value picks later and, and all that other stuff. So like, uh, as fun as the first round is, like tonight and then the next over the weekends where things really get interesting, where you're like, all right, okay. cool. There's some players that, that are your personal favorites that, that you're like, oh man, they should have gone higher but you don't want to pay them that much money. And uh, th- there's a, a, a crazy business aspect to it. And that Kyler Murray kid, man, first player ever drafted in the first round of Major League Baseball and NFL, turned down $4.6 million signing bonus is the, is the number nine pick, uh, a salary, $4.6 million salary is the number nine pick for the Oakland A's and said, meh. I'm going to give this NFL draft thing a shot and end up right. going number one. He made himself about $40 million more last night. Right. Which is pure insanity to me. You ever think about that? Like, what if that is your child and that happens? Um, it, The draft or just something like this? Yeah, sports in general. Like, because we have boys. Yeah. We have two boys. Yeah. And obviously, you know, I would say, what, 95% of parents talk about sports and their children i played sports growing up you played sports growing up right i that that's it that's the one thing when i watch things like this i always think about of like man i wonder what the parents are thinking like that type of pride has got to be amazing oh yeah for me it it would have to be like they would have to be super into it whereas yeah, yeah whereas it seemed like a lot of the people that went first round it was a family business so the dads were football, the kids just did with the dad, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they are good, but um, in this family, it'd be like, it would have to, they would have to just like, I mean, love it, right? Yeah. And want to do it so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. And we would be like, okay, yeah, we'll do what we can. Kind of seem like these kids and a lot of them now, uh, it's family business, it's hiring coaches, it's like, yeah. The, you know, you did you doing what your dad did. Yeah, exactly. It was dad after dad yeah. that was football mm-hmm. and brothers and everything. So I don't know. I, I don't I, know if in the future if you're going to be able to get in there with just a, a kid that just wanted to do it. 
Right. Away I, I, from their family, like it's pushing them. Yeah, to. it's interesting you brought that up because that, that's kind of the way I feel about it now, too, where, you know, we try to be honest about our children's abilities and things, our kids' ability, not children's. I like that, though. Children's. <laughs> children's. Children's. Um, we try to be honest about our kids' abilities to do things. And we always say on the show, like, look, they're not geniuses. You know what they're I'm saying? Not Great they're looking. Not, oh, not cute gifted. and nice. Yeah, yeah. The nicest know, and, humans on the planet. And smart. Yeah. But last night when I was not playing gifted. in the, the, the backyard playing soccer with my child, sure. um, we're just kicking the ball normally. Like, he's not Pele. He's not going to go and save the, the U.S. team. And when we were watch, watching the draft... And they're interviewing father after father and parent after parent. And was just like, well, we got co- either they bought, they had coaches or they had, uh, you know, some stern dad. Like one dad last night they interviewed was like, I was waking up my kid at two o'clock in the morning to drink protein shakes. Right. And, I, and like ninth grade. And I'm like, so Whoa. as with everything, you kind of the people that either can't afford stuff like that or yeah. can't uh, don't have parents that push them in that way i think more and more those people will start getting filtered out i don't know the story of the person that just out of nowhere yeah just loved it right since they were a kid i mean look at tiger i mean he was getting slapped in the in the back of the head yeah yeah sleeping in a garage as a child right yeah so yeah when you say like what if that was our kid it would be a thing of like if they were interviewing me i'd be like dude he just wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I am here because he invited me. Yeah. I don't know how much I have to do with any of this. Yeah. And it's a possibility, but I hope it's baseball. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you never know. You, you never know. I, I mean, look, I, as, a, as a kid, I was really, really good in sports. I got a ton of scholarship offers for football at a high school. I knew I was not good enough to be a professional athlete at right. pretty much any I mean... I would say after ninth grade, I knew I was like, man, there's no way. Um, the kids that that are, in my opinion, are the ones who have a shit ton of money and can afford these coaches, um, or they That's did it themselves. What it kind of seemed like to me. Yeah, and like Just when kept... I watch friends of mine online, uh, one of my good friends from college, I see his kid is like, he's like seven or eight, right, tops, and he's like a dominant wrestler. Well, my buddy was a dominant wrestler, and like. He lived that life. He was an amazing wrestler and like all the way till the end, still deadlifts like 900 right. pounds on the weekends. The dad, you know, and I'm like, yes, geez. And so when I watch him on like Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, the way he's coaching his kid and the things that he's doing for his kid, he was built for that. He did that life. Now his kid is going to do that life. Do we all become our parents at some point of whatever we're doing? Yes, like, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Because um, my, my, look, my father was a, a disc jockey. He was a radio DJ. I think eventually, and yeah. Here, I'm, not do, I'm doing, you know, hosting t- two of the biggest podcasts on the planet. Right. <laughs> Never in a million years did I think that. Yeah. I had no desire. Like, eh, right. None. So I don't know. Yeah, the Haskins kid looked like he didn't really have anybody there connection-wise. So these kids that were so, going oh, to, f- to play pro, he did actually. Um, he had a he Who had a couple people. Um, his dad got him coaches. Okay, so it's the thing of like the dad that is you know connected with the school, with the people and the thing, and I don't know. I right. kind of that was the vibe I got. I watched. 
three people. So what the fuck do I know? And that's why, you know. No, you, you stayed up through like, uh, I think maybe 10. You, you hit, dr- oh, you yeah, 10. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, here's yeah. the thing. You get 10 minutes a pick, so that's. That was a long uh, time. It's a long time. It's 100 minutes. That was minutes. a long time because I famously. It's an hour and 40 minutes, James. I famously love sports so much that I shut down. <laughs> um, I came in and you were watching. I think some Real Housewives of whatever city it was, and, then and that's hit. and that's up to me, and that's my prerogative. <laughs> and um, I am my own person. Yeah, and we have a big enough house. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah, exactly. There's 19 right TVs in here. Yeah. <laughs> I was right, right next to you, yeah. but anyway, um, yeah, there's enough TVs in the house. That, that I can grab. You can, a, you can graze. You can, you can snack on re- Real Housewives, or are they desperate? Is that the that, that was the other one, right? Some yeah, that was the scripted show. Ah. This is uh, the reality. <laughs> so Which I was is at, somehow um, worse than the scripted show. Worse, more desperate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more desperate somehow than the Desperate Housewives. It is scripted yeah. show. It yeah, is. I was watching the Atlanta reunion. Woo! Oh boy. I know you want to get into it. No. We won't. No, I won't. We won't. Oh, I don't need to know what, what Nini's up to. I'm kidding. I don't even know if that's her fucking name. You do. You just said it right. You know why? They, they, they prop her out for all of these events like she's hilarious or some spokesperson for something. And you're just like, no, you're mm, just. A, we're good. You were just married. And right. that was all you did in this right. life. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Sure. <laughs> that real housewives it just reminds me of a bitch fest you know kind of yeah like, uh, right now it's hard for me to watch oof. because i'm like in certain things in my life anyways it's only fun when everything's good with you do you know what i mean because you're yeah. like oh <laughs> losers yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. get it together right <laughs> Man, when I watch that, I just uh, I weep. I, I like I feel bad for their husbands. I feel bad for the kids. All of it, all the way around. Mm. And they're now they have spinoff shows of whatever. What were you watching the other night? Where it was, uh, it seemed like a Southern family, and they had invited like there was two blonde girls in mm-hmm. their twenties, and they had invited all their ex boyfriends to some party or you know anniversary or get together, whatever it was. That's a new family. From they, they, they appeared like they were from Georgia, maybe. And they had accents. Yeah, and they didn't have uh, the Chrisleys on it, so I was just like, "Well, that could be Southern charm." No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Gosh. Now think on it, because there's there's nine hundred million spinoffs of it. So yeah, I don't know what I was watching. I don't it either. Was either New York, New York. I uh, no. There was New York Housewives. Nope. Beverly Hills. Housewives. No, 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 no. This was a, it, it looked like a Southern, Southern family. Yeah, they were in Georgia. Southern family in Georgia. Yeah. Was it the white, is, is it Kim, tardy for the party? I think that was it. Is, he, is she married to Beerman? I don't know that. I, you, well, she's married to, a, the only connection I can make with you on this is that she's married to a football, NFL football player. Okay. okay. Something Beerman. Gotcha, gotcha. Troy, Troy Beerman? Yeah, why not? He seems like he's on the bench a lot. Yeah, but they seem to, and he keeps like going from team to team. Doesn't they register call him, to me. Like, right. NFL player. Well, that's what happens. Is you know where you can say you are right. Yeah, but like 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 Colton, no one could... Colton Underwood, right? Right. You're like, were you? I think I he remember. just got invited to like a practice squad type sitch, but I don't. I don't. Right. I can't remember him playing for a team. Yeah, 
That kind of thing where the you go bachelor. like, I guess you could technically say you were drafted. Yeah, or you were an never, ex-NFL maybe player or maybe on a, a, a scout team. And that's sort of the thing of it, right? Like as soon as you get that draft or that call or you get to go, you can say, yeah, I was, oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Whether, and then people are like, eh, I guess he was. You don't really look into it. It's a Beerman guy. Okay. Yeah. He has a jersey. Well, the ladies, Beerman. the ladies don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys do where you're just like, hey, man. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I don't know you. I don't so know you. So as far as the you. Real Housewives, a lot of them are married to NFL, you know, former NFL stars. And like, I've never heard of them like from you. Yeah. But they're touting them as NFL. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're in the. No, I get it. I get it. And look, if you get drafted, even if you sit on the bench. I think your minimum salary year is like $700,000 or something. So you're and fine. And you can say, yeah, you know, fine. you can continue to, to use that. That's fine. Yeah. Cause I look, I, I interviewed a guy, super fascinating interview who kind of bounced around from team to team to team. And I, he played about six or seven seasons and he walked away with 6.8 million. So it was just like, great. What other sure. profession can you do that in? Now he's 30 rich as fuck and just kind of does whatever he wants to do. And you're like, eh, all right, cool. I think he's doing some type of CBD. Yeah. There's <laughs> a natural progression. Right. There's a natural progression. CBD. You know, they're selling that at the gas station now here. Dead serious. And it's on the, so it's stuck on the window of our main gas station that we use. Uh, Scotchman. Scotchman's our, our jam out here. They're selling CBD. Huh? It, it's a huge thing. So I walked in and I was just like, I mean, cause it says it right on the window. It's like a, I want to say one, you know, well, you know, one of those stickers, but it's not a sticker. Yeah. Oh, kind of, like a decal kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a huge decal on this window that, that you can see through because you you know you obviously have to see into the store. And I was like, and they were like now selling CBD, and it was and it's this, always like in tie dye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's this <laughs> specific company, and uh, I walked up to the register, and I was like, oh, what do you, what do you sell? Where, where's the CBD? At? She's like, oh, it's our, it's right behind here. That bottle that you tried, right? right? Same exact dropper bottle is now going for nineteen ninety nine. Well, there, there, and then you got it the from gummies. an actual like yeah. head shop, right? Yeah, but here is the thing with that, right? Do we know? Do any of us Do know? Do you what know this, where this your CBD is coming from? Yeah, and if I hear one more person telling me about the benefits of CBD, I am going to lose my mind. I mean, but it does help you sleep. For you, for you, yes, correct. I'm not going to go on and on about the benefits. No, no, no. And I don't think all, like we've said, I don't think all the benefits that they're saying, I think it kind of helps you relax. And that's about sure. as much as I'll give weed, yeah. anything. But my, my, my main issue with it is this. You can now sell this in gas stations, right? Mm-hmm. We can't buy weed here. Mar- Marijuana is not legal right. here. But this is an extract from marijuana. It's mm-hmm. like... What are we doing anymore? Like, can you just start selling weed and, co- and we can call this a well, day? Well, we always have the uh, theory that, you know, when they set up these CBD either crops, yeah. stores, they're getting ready for it to be legal so they can just move right into that, right? Yeah. That makes more sense to me than like going all gung-ho CBD, yeah. right? Let me, let me ask you, can we, are we allowed to talk about your mom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Uh, Hi, Mom. 
She's probably listening. If so. she if she is fantastic, um, she invested in a yep. marijuana store in Ojai in California. In where California, it's legal. and it's totally legal there. Totally legal. All you have to do is walk in with an ID, and that's it. Super easy process. And uh, driving up to Ventura because I was you know working a lot in L.A. Yeah. Obviously, you're from there, so like this doesn't this isn't like a surprise to you. There was all these signs for a, you know, a marijuana company and uh, come to this shop and come to this shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we got up there and I was like, hey, I'm going to pop on out. Everybody's asking me to, to, to bring some back. I was like, what, what, uh, where should I go? And your mom was like, I, I, I own one of these. I'm like, I'm an investor in one. And I was like, right. what? You, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. It's called Shang- Shangri-La. Shangri-La, yeah. Yeah, in, in, in Ojai. In Ojai. And they've got about four, four or five stores open up in Ojai. Uh, we went to, I went to all of them and, uh, just to kind of check them out. Quality check. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to see the prices. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like the CBD in that gas station, right? That was half the price is what that head shop is. I don't know what the difference is. Why wouldn't you just buy that one? Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So it just seems like jankier. I don't know. But it's why? Like, why don't you same, buy your shirts at Walmart? Same bottle. Here's the thing. I've bought some cool shit at Walmart. I haven't. So maybe I'm the asshole who's just been. Who has no eye for quality? No, not that. But like a lot of the things are the same. They're just put under a different banner or logo. And you're like, all right, cool. Look, you take Jessica Simpson, for example. She's made a gajillion dollars off of either, what is it, Target or or Walmart products? Target, not Walmart. People buy that stuff all the time and it looks all right. I rolled in there and bought some shorts, uh, a couple flannels. Because let's face it, flannel's a flannel. Like you're not really, and I think with the guys' clothes, you can get away with it. And they do. They have Dickies. They have like they have Wrangler jeans, brands. like all of it. Yeah, they have brands there for the girls. It really is just like you can tell that the little China, you know, child. Yeah, is is the one it. that's sewing them. Sure. So I think with the the guys' brands, it's a bit different. Um, Target is where the gals can go and kind of get away with a lower price on something. Yeah. But go ahead. So I, to, to make the, the, the comparison, why I'm talking about this is I saw all the signs for this one company going up to Ojai, and then I didn't see any for your moms, and I didn't know why, and I went right. into all the shops. She had the best prices, friendliest staff, and it's, it's literally the same product. Right. So it's exactly like the CBD thing at the gas station, the head shop. Like, I don't know which is which. Like, right. why not just go with the best prices at the best place? Um, so shout out to Shangri-La. Your mom's doing Shangri-La. it. Shangri-La. What a cool, weird investment. Yeah, well, she's awesome. been. It is awesome. Um, she's been ever since you could get a growing, a card to grow in California. Uh-huh. A long time ago. She's been like growing in the backyard. She's been, she's been on this, on this train for a little while. Yeah. So now it is so easy, so legal. Like, why not? Yeah. And you just need to work on marketing. And that's, that's it. with everything. That's with everything in life. Um, but, but the, you know, to again, to, to bring it back to the Walmart comparison of like, eh, I've gotten some great shit in Walmart. You never know. So if you're out there and you're like, man, don't go for the flashy name all the time. You, don't, you really, really don't have to. That's true. That's true with some stuff. That's true with, with a lot of stuff, I, I'll say. It but is. there like, is some. For, and for I, me, yeah, for me personally, like when I look at people wearing Gucci belts or like flip flops and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I don't, you're not going to get Cause now they're calling them slides. Right. Oh man, this is slides. It's a fancy name for a flip flop. Don't sell me on the slide thing. It's a goddamn flip flop. That's right. what it is. Right. 
zero desire. It doesn't really look that much different than my Adidas flip flops. Yeah. So why am I going to pay two grand for a flip flop? And I hear you in that instance. There are certain things that when you feel them like a Gucci jacket or a bag or something, yeah. you just go, oh, and you get it, right? Just the craftsmanship and the, the material and the way that it's made, like you understand. Yeah. And you can hold it next to one that's like from Walmart. There's certain things yeah, that you go, absolutely. oh, boots, things like this, um, where for, you're for like, dudes, oh, okay. you can get away with half your wardrobe where it's just like jeans. Everybody's wearing jeans. They have every oh, kind of jean in there, look. Lee, Wrangler, whatever it is. Like, I'll unless get a you're Walmart a, jean. A, unless you're a true lit religion dude. Uh, and let's face it, you're probably wearing an, an affliction t-shirt with that, those and true religion jeans. Um, <laughs> that's Walmart's not going to be your place. Sure. But I've gotten shirts there. I've gotten jeans there. Like zero problems. Socks, boxers, like yeah. whatever, man. Uh, so, yeah. And that's the other, you know, that's the beauty of being a man. You know? I know. I Just know. one of many. <laughs> Things that are easier for you, right? Well, with t-shirts too, by the way. I'm wearing a ghost bed t-shirt. Obviously, they're one of our sponsors. If you're watching the video show, obviously, you'll see it emblazoned across my Like this. My chest. This is a good example, right? Yeah. You feel it, mm-hmm. and it's soft. It's well-made. It's it's just different. You yeah. Know? It's a craftsmanship thing. The beds, the thing. It's like... You can just tell. Well, for, for a t-shirt. And can you get a cheaper one? Sure. For a t-shirt company, um, if you're buying a t-shirt out there as, as, as a man or a whole man in this sure. life. There's, I'll, I'll, I'll drop the this, this secret here. There's pretty much one company that makes the softest, like nicest t-shirts. Uh, it's called Next Level. Yeah. And they're not a sponsor, obviously. But they're, they're the guys who provide all the t-shirts to all of this shit. American Apparel used to do it back in the day. Um, but they. Dove. <laughs> Went Dev, out of biz. Dub Charney. Yeah. Took that one right into the ground. Um, but I, I used to love American Apparel. I used to do all the t-shirts. And now it was uh, another company. And now this next level is kind of taken over. If I get a t-shirt from a company. And I, I, was, I was actually talking to Ghostbed about this yesterday. Because um, we're going to be doing some more things with them in the future. And I said, you know, the, these t-shirts you got are different than the last ones. I really like these t-shirts. Like, I love these yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we switched up. And I was like, no, I know. Mm-hmm. It's next level. Like, the, that's the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you get the brand and it's next level, you're good to go. Like, who was the company yesterday? Uh, Bronx. Was it the Bronx Bombers? No, it was uh, the Bronx Blues. Bronx Blues. Yeah. Sent us some t-shirts, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Some Yankee shirts. Uh, a bunch of Yankees fans listening to the show. We're going to go up there. That's, that's your favorite team. We're yeah. going to go up there one of these days and rage and go to a Yankees game. We're going to put on the stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I want to give them a shout out because that was the first thing I looked, I checked for. I was like, because there's this? a tag yeah, in the back. And, yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's see what, let's see what they got. It was next level. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a great t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I can tell just from looking at the tag of where it came from, if it's going to be great or not. If I get a Gildan on me. Oh, yeah. My mind as well be wearing a burlap sack because I'm going to, it's going to be itchy, baggy. Uh, it's going to hurt in some places. It, it really does. Like if I get a Gildan, I immediately wipe my face with it or, or the car. Like I, I, I'll wipe something off the car that's been on there for, sure. for a while that I haven't taken it in. Mm-hmm. Maybe some bird shit. And there then just toss it. Just toss it right into the, the garbage can. Can't do it anymore. You know? 
You know what's funny? The Dove Charney thing. He tried to make his second reemergence with Gildan. So he wanted to make it so that Gildan was cool. So t- tell the audience who, do- who Dove is. Dove Charney was the founder and, I mean, head of American CEO, Apparel. Yeah. CEO for years from the beginning till mm-hmm. it was like a, it was a t-shirt company and a you know small warehouse to what it finally became mm-hmm. and um with sexual harassment kind of charges mm-hmm. against him he needed to step down and eventually all sort of trickled away to where american apparel now the all the stores are basically closed there's maybe a couple open right and so after that went down he wanted to start a new, you know, a new Trend. venture yeah. because that's what he does. Yeah. And he's a little, little salesman, little shysty little dude. Ah, you need him in the world, but go ahead. Listen, I don't mind him. Yeah. Um, no, so, I, I mean, you need those type of guys in the yeah, world, yeah, not yeah. him individually. And but. so his reemergence that he tried to do, which because probably nobody has heard of it, didn't really work out that well, was he was trying to totally change the trend from super soft, amazing t-shirts to like the big baggy Gildan Ah. and have that be like the cool thing. And since he made American Apparel as far as just like basics on basics, like a white Mm t-shirt with white shorts, cool. He thought he could do it with Gildan. Gildan. No, 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 no. There's not, there's no coming back from that. And the the reason why is this, the, the, the margins of the shirts are so low for Gildan to bring that up to a level to where you're actually oh, no, profitable and making yeah. things. Like, you'd have to change the T-shirt. You'd have to physically change the cotton and all of that stuff. No, he didn't want it to be, like, comfortable or anything. He did not. No. He wanted oh, it to be, right. So he wanted it to be, like, the Gildan as is. Right. With, like, cool things on it, whatever he's doing. Oof. And so that was his. There's a podcast called Startup, and they did a whole... I think it's like an eight episode following him around doing this venture. Right. It's cringy. It's interesting. You feel kind of bad for the guy. By sexual harassment, it was he dated people. He dated employees. Yeah. It wasn't like any rape or any unwanted thing. It was like he would date people that he worked with. Yeah. And that in business, especially if you're a CEO, doesn't work out right now. Now, it used to be back the in the day, yeah. yeah, he would just hire common hot practice. girls yeah. and like, you D- know, date them, date them. Yeah. They'd still work in like a store, but sure. So <laughs> it's a good one. Check it out. Dove Charney. All right. Up. Where, where is he? What network? Where is, is the show? Startup. Yeah. It's a startup, po- startup podcast. Oh, it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I didn't know if he was doing a reality show because no, no. I'd seen clips of him online. Oh, so I, okay. Yes, yeah, he's so I, trying. He's trying. Oh, he all is. Different gotcha, types gotcha. Of things, okay, but because I'd seen some footage of him because he's an entertaining guy. He is, and so it seems it's really fun. When you were talking about it, it seemed sure. it seemed picture perfect for a reality show. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that would be which super he interesting. Do. I know, but I'm sure with all of his background, it just could not work. Mm. He just keeps hitting. Uh, roadblocks with what happened with American Apparel. You know, right. well, not really many people want to be associated with him, but it's a super entertaining uh, listen. Startup is on the Gimlet net- Network. So it's Startup Podcast. Gotcha. Um, and then look I, I, for... I, I, know, I know which look, one you're talking about. Look for the Dove Charney yeah. uh, sort of story. Like I said, they did about eight and eight, 
eight episode arc of him and just following him around and so good. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's an great. entertaining dude. I would dude, love yeah. to have him on like a call with him cuz he would do it. And he would he would sell whatever it is he's got going on right now and I I love that. It's yeah. a hustle. It's a hustle. Yeah, it is. It look every, everything's a hustle in this life. Like even the draft last night there was a bunch of celebrities there promoting things and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. this is weird." Like Taylor Swift was on the draft last Pops night up, yeah. announcing her new song and music video that was dropping at midnight. And I was like, I mean, she, yes, she is from Nashville and she's, you know. Like we said, she's probably, she lived in the apartment that they were yeah, probably yeah, yeah, filming in the, in the above. Building, yeah. yeah. Cause she lives one of those nice, like lofty apartments on Broadway, I believe. I, I it's something look, like she owns a bunch of houses. So right. who knows? But I, I will say this because I was up. The draft ended late and I was like, I'll flip. I'll turn this on. Ah, she did it again, man. She just keeps dropping hits. Do you like it? Uh, here, the here's song? the thing. I, I'm not I'm not that big of a fan of this song. Okay. But I, I, I can see that it is going to be an anthem. It Massive, reminds me of yeah. it reminds me of if if they like happy by Pharrell. Like if you did a huge song for a children's movie, this would be the biggest song. There is, and yeah. she's going to make a gajillion dollars. She partnered up with uh, Panic at the Disco on this one. Yeah. The lead singer, Panic at the Disco. Mm. The two of them fit great in the song. I'm able to look at music, even though if I don't like it, I'm not a fan of it. Same way with films. Like, I'm able, I'm able to separate the people from the art and whatever yeah. it is and, and just be like, all right, cool. That song's a, a massive hit. Yep. It is a massive runaway hit, and she did it again. So I don't like it. But it doesn't sure. it doesn't matter about me. Like I, I guarantee you, after the third listen, when I hear it in the car, yeah, you'll like it. I like it, and I'll sing it, and you my like my kids will like Bump it. Bump around to it. My kids will like it, and the whole thing. And it's like, as much as I would love to shit on Taylor Swift, because I I think after the, the 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 Kanye thing with Kim Kardashian, where right. she recorded the thing and she was that mock outrage and it was all fake, I have a hard time seeing her in appearances now as anything other than fake including last night mm-hmm. and but hey it doesn't matter doesn't if you're matter. able to drop hits it does not matter it really yeah, doesn't she is not the sweet innocent thank you so much no girl, that you think she is but fucking a and somebody told I'm me tell you right now you can't get that far being nice and sweet somebody told me like you. her you know the 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 backstory behind her of what she does like with all the fans and these drop-ins and all of this stuff like she does it all the time right before big events Mm -hmm. because it's going to get press and then this or whatever so like two weeks ago she dropped in on some fans and did this thing and i was like oh that was a nice thing and then i saw her last night at the draft she's like i've got a new song and i was like oh there we are there we are but it doesn't matter she she drops hits and in a world today where artists are starving for hits there's very few that can crank them out like that over and over and over again. Taylor Swift is one of them. I mean, it is insane. When I heard that song, how catchy and poppy it was, I was like, God bless it, man. You did it again. You yeah. crazy. There's got to be something weird. Like, there's no way you're that hot and talented and not married or have a steady boyfriend for longer than two months without something being wrong up here. Well, like I've always said, she's just uh, been in this machine for so long. 
that I think she's immature in a lot of ways. And then I think she's also I, the fakeness gets to people. I know this per, from personal experience, like after a while being with someone that is or being around someone that is fake, fake, fake all the time. Right. It gets it gets hard. It gets hard to deal with. It's fun for a little bit. And then you're like, hey, man. We just have, you know what I mean? We just have a real conversation? Just a little bit. Vulnerability, ha- it, there has to be some balance with that. And the other point is uh, that she can't get to the level that she's at being nice and sweet. And I don't think anyone can. Probably so if there's not. someone, you see yeah. even the Beyonce video, you see her being so nice yeah. to all those people. I promise you to get to that point, there was a lot of moments, not on camera, that she was a stone cold hardcore bitch yeah well we, we in the documentary you, you got to see it behind the scenes that she was unhappy with things and whatever but and she wasn't she wasn't bitchy about it she's at a level now cameras are everywhere yeah she has enough money she has enough you know people around her that will get things done that she can be the hey guys you know this is just not working let's make it work yeah but i promise you that up until that point, and you know, with Destiny's Child shit and all of this, like she has cracked some eggs. She's been the bitch. She has lost friends. And she is now at the level that she's at being nice to people that work for her and hanging out with other super rich people. But my, I stand by the fact that you cannot get to that level, no matter who you are, without being a bitch or an asshole to someone. And it's just a matter of whether you can handle that or whether you want to do it. Right. right? And so Taylor Swift, you saw it in that little recording with Kim. Yeah. Where, you know, she'll she'll crack some eggs. Some heads will roll. Doesn't matter who it is. She'll get to where she needs to get to. Yeah, uh, she will. And, you know, again, being that big and pumping out hits like this, you're right. It's probably the only way. I don't know anybody nice to way. So exactly. Who do you know that that was thought of as just even J-Lo up until the point? So now she's just so sweet everywhere, right? No. She's so sweet. (laughs) But do you remember when, you know, famously there was, I mean, she was diva. She was bitch. She was, you know, nothing was good enough. She don't look at her. Shit like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if, and if one of my best friends from college worked on her uh, a music video for her way, way back in the day. Yeah. And now all of it was 100% true. I was like, what's the story? And he goes, bro, it is a nightmare. Um, and her people are nightmares and the whole thing. And it's, it sucks. You get to a level where they are, Beyonce or whatever, that you can isolate yourself from anyone really seeing the bitchy side, Taylor Swift. Yeah. And you, can, you, you are in control of your brand. You can go on to these shows and be sweet. Drop in on the fans and be like, mm-hmm. and then you just don't call Kanye anymore because he'll fucking put it out there, right? Yeah, I mean, look. So you just kind of figure out who it is. Yeah, everybody's putting it out there these days. Uh, even that Tyreek Hill thing last night. There was audio was dropped. I guess she secretly recorded him in an airport or whatever. I don't, I, man, it's getting harder to, to trust anybody these days, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but on the, on the new singer tip, like, uh, the new song tip, Springsteen came I out know, with a new song night. today. I was like, what, what? They really don't communicate in these businesses anymore. Music wise. They may, but I think, I think Bruce doesn't, he goes, that doesn't affect me. 
I don't her think they, fans are not buying my. I don't shit. think they do because music is now turned into. Let me just drop this in the middle of the night. No one knows. No press or whatever. Right. Books, See how it does. Books and movies you cannot do that with. Right. It just does not work. So you've got to have promotion for it and for a long time. For a long time. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you know the the fuck the the Avengers movies out this weekend. Um, we're recording this on Friday. The show drops on Sunday nights. So we don't know what the numbers are. I've. I think it's going to break every record there ever was. Um, we'll see. But even them, I mean, those guys were pr- promoting this six months ago. Like, I remember seeing teasers oh. and clips. And, and the amount of press. I mean, they are just, they yeah. run them yeah. ragged. They they can't just be like, Avengers coming out tonight. Like, God, yeah, they yeah, would yeah. love it. Right? Even, even no press, uh, books. Nothing. Books is the same way where it's just like, hey, man, we've got to, like, I was on the phone with the publisher this week and uh, they were like, we've got to get this promotion going by Monday or Tuesday of next week. And I was like, great, you know, whatever. And you're making last minute decisions and, and all of this other stuff. And you're like, uh, that's still like four months away. We do. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Four months away. Yeah. And that's what it is. And you drop and drop and drop and then you ramp up right before. And it's just a fucking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a God, never what ending. What a dream that would be, right? Cycle. To just be able to just. It'd be a dream. I'll, I'll drop t- a trailer and then drop the movie <laughs> and just be like, how'd you guys like it? Like, we, we I tr- think maybe eventually you will be able to. No, we tried to do it. I'm saying like with Netflix. With the, oh, uh, with Netflix? Yeah, where you could just... Because a lot of times like we'll go on there and be like, nobody fucking told us about this. Yeah, and now it's fucking... I, you're, you're right. I think Netflix gets away with that. Um, but that's it right now. But but you're not asking people to get a babysitter, yes, go to yes, a movie yes, theater yes. Like, like, like the Avengers. Um, that's a, a whole nother beast. I think with these guys like this, uh, when I, whenever I see them in interviews and you know, they're all, they're always having a good time. I was like, man, you know why you're, you're having a great time right now? Cause you just act, you don't have to deal with anything else except for where you've got to be like, where somebody's telling you, you've got to be. And I'm like, mm. man, all right. And some of their posts have already changed. Cause now that these guys are out of these contracts, they're like, cool. I'm not going to talk about the Avengers anymore. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. Right. Um, I saw one of them today. Uh, had like this super political post and I was like, man, it is opening day of your movie today. Like Political? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh, I forget. I they was, have to be contractually obligated to not do that for at least after the opening, right? I, it's the, it's t- today is, is the opening. Or actually, okay. technically, it was last night. So. Okay, so there you go. I think you're good. They're done. I think Talk you're good after fate. this. Yeah. Um, but, and by all means, like the, the, the reviews have been crazy positive so far. So, uh, this is one where it's like, man, maybe you feel, you ever feel guilted into seeing a movie because everybody else has seen it. That's the way I feel with this one. That's the way I felt with black Panther too. I was like, "Eh, yeah, I'll go see this. Yeah, I think there's certain. I feel ones I, that I'm it, starting to feel like a guilt in this of like, man, I've, I I should go see this. I'm feeling three it, hours is that's a commitment. Yeah, all from guilt, huh? I uh, that's a guilt watch. That's a long guilt watch. I, I think Black Panther was like two into, two and a half. So into a Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I have. I'm been. enough in the minority now, and there's enough like memes and people making fun of. Of people that say, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, exactly who the fuck am I? There was this one meme where it was like, everyone everyone else that says they don't like GOT. And then they have 
it's like an aerial view of this bar that's showing the opening scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, they yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if it was like, <gasps> they, I Everybody mean, erupts. nuts, yeah. right? And yeah. I'm like, and a whole just like jumping for joy. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm the idiot. Yeah. I'm the idiot that's just, that is just not taking the time. And I think I should, I guess. Look, I, there, there's a couple of big ones I've been late to the party on. Not very many, mm-hmm. obviously, because you know all the entertainment industry stuff. Like right. Game of Thrones is one. It started because of the dragons and stuff, and I was just like, man, I don't like sci-fi stuff like that, right? Um, or like fantasy shit like that. I guess I should say mm-hmm. it's not sci-fi, but uh, and then the the wire make them ups, yeah, yeah, the wire. I, I was oh, you were the, uh, the here's how late I was on the wire, right? I had had um some type of surgery or no I had pneumonia that's what it was um and I was in the hospital for a little bit right and people would come over and uh bring food and drop off things or whatever and somebody dropped off this was like we like 08 09 somewhere in there somebody dropped off the wire dvds yeah the box set of 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 that and and they were like hey Man, you you never you've never watched the and I was like, nah, dude, I've never watched the the and they were like, well, I tell you what, you can't. I couldn't go anywhere. Right. I was on bed rest for like three weeks with this pneumonia, so I was just like, I ended up. They they tell you to sleep, you know, because they're like, look, you have pneumonia, you've got to get some sleep. Right. Got to get some sleep. The first night of me watching, I watched all of season one, The Wire, which is twelve episodes, an hour apiece in one night. I didn't go to sleep till like four in the morning because I had to watch. The, and I got hooked immediately, and I was oh, like, for man, sure. I can't believe I missed out on for this. For sure. I have a feeling it's going to be the same way with Game of Thrones, or I'm like, what? What yeah. was I doing this whole time? Yeah. We've, yeah. Yeah. We've tried. Well. But I think you have to get, you have to really get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you now, have to be committed. There's only like four episodes it's left. It's not the kind of thing where you give it five minutes. No, there's only four episodes left now at this point, so. <laughs> I think we should let it pass. We're not going to catch up on. No, we're not going to catch up. I think it'll be a thing of Game like of one of us will have some kind of surgery. Yeah. Maybe boobs or something. And uh, I'll need to <laughs> be on rest. Yeah, right? Yeah. Away from your family for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And I can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll get into it someday. P- people were asking and I'm like, yeah, we'll get but into guilted it But guilted into it for sure. Where I was just like, yeah, I, I am the idiot. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I, feel I like am that. the idiot for sure. For sure. I feel like that. Mm-hmm. I felt like that with the Sopranos too. If somebody wasn't watching the Sopranos, I was like, are you, you're dumb. Are you fucking crazy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is something wrong inside yeah. your mind? Yeah. Like that. That's how I felt about that. Yeah. Uh, Friends, Seinfeld, like those shows too, where, you know, right. Um, these days. Yeah, it's probably, I would look, it's probably Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is probably the most popular show. Absolutely. Out and there by just- far. Across all plat, I mean, yeah, whatever communities, walks of life, everything, everyone. It feels like everyone but me, right? Yeah. So it's gotten to that point where I'm the only one. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're definitely the only one. Sure, we are. Yeah, the two of us. We're um, the only one. What I felt good about though was HBO. Right after Game of Thrones, apparently, and I called it online because we weren't watching Game of Thrones. Dropped the trailer for the Deadwood movie. So that boy, blamo, 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 lived up to the hype. I was a gigantic Deadwood fan, like huge. And the fact that there's a movie now ready to close this out, I'm Anton. It looks great. Man, does it look good. I was worried 
because it was, I, I think, 10 years ago it went off yeah. the air, maybe longer. I don't know. Yeah. And they never tied it up. And I was like, dude, because it was supposed to be another season. And it just got too expensive to shoot. So they nuked it. Um, and they kept promising this movie forever. And I was just like, come on, man. Are we getting this movie? And uh, the the creator, um, David Milch, he uh, he has Alzheimer's. And so I didn't know if 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 we were going to actually oh, get this God. movie shot done, trailers out, and then he dropped a, a kind of a, a release about his uh, his disease and what he's been going through. Oh. And I was like, oh shit, because he was infamous for every. A lot of people on that set said it was, it's hard to work for him because he's always rewriting up until the last second. Like, I mean, on what? camera, shoving lines in front of actors' faces, saying, "Hey, I changed the scene." You're just like, what? Oh, it's a nightmare. But the show was great, so maybe there was a method to the madness. But yeah, he, he said he couldn't do it with this one because, you know, of the Alzheimer's and stuff. But I am really, really looking forward to that movie. I cannot wait for that thing to drop. Like, don't bother me that night. I need to know what happened. What are you going to get done? What do you mean? So mine for the Game of Thrones is going to be the boobs. <clears throat> Yeah, 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 yeah. The, oh, for, for, oh, for, well, it's only a two hour movie. I'm not going to get anything done. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forget. Guys can just get a, um, a break away from the family. Yeah. I'm, I can just go and watch that. Harder for gals. Whatever yep. hotel I'm in, you know, and just feel <laughs> harder for gals. We have to get something no, we'll, done. No, we'll watch it whenever that comes out, like opening night. I'm still an opening night person where it's just like, oh. If well, I'm that excited about it. things, yeah, yeah. even with this Avengers thing, like, again, we're taping this on, on Friday, it airs Sunday night. Part of me is like, man, should I just take, take, take our son to the Avengers tonight? And he would have, love it. Sure he would. But what do you, could he sit there for three hours? I think with Avengers, possibly. I mean, I don't know. But, the, but even then it's like, so you guys leave after. No, I know, to, but I, I want to see the ending yeah. and be able to talk to people about it. Whatever happens. But yeah. Yeah, I think that is the cool thing about opening nights and things is that you can talk to people about it. Because par- part of anything awesome In is pop wanting culture. to share. Yeah, it. wanting to share it with people. Wanting to talk about it, wanting to see like Yeah. And that's the positive one of the few few positive things about social media is, you know, it's a shared experience, especially in entertainment. Yeah. Or, or sports where you're like, "Oh man, I can't believe this happened. This was amazing." The rest of it's a hellhole, obviously. Yeah, you're like, oh, you like sushi? You're eating sushi? I've eaten sushi before. And it's just this really great thing that bonds us all together. Oh, my God, you're there right now? Oh, my God, is that a picture of your sake? I've had sake. Of your food? Is that a picture of your food? Or, oh, uh, boy. Evie. Uh, <laughs> yes, I want to see it. Uh, we'll we'll okay, see. Okay, do it. We'll see. I'd, I'd like yeah. to, to get out there next weekend. We've got to go to San Antonio next week. We do. Yeah. Um, just hang. We're gonna shoot some shows there. Right. Yeah. So we're gonna, we're taking the cameras, gonna shoot some Take shows. Take the there. cameras, shoot some shows. You know, obviously we have to make everything a working, you know, trip. A working trip. For me, I've got some plans with some gals. Yeah, that yeah, have of some course. Wine and things like this, yes. and Cinco de Mayo, whatever. But right. For the most part, you know, working. Yeah. I told you with these trips, I was, I was like, look, man, these trips are not what you think. Now that you got to see them, it's just like, great. 
So you're setting up, I mean, five minutes into the Airbnb, like we're setting up camera shots. You know I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've said before, I, I like uh, a working trip more than just a trip trip. I like to earn my wine, yeah. if you will. Yeah, so earn your me, wine. Yeah, like to me at the end of the day, whether you're in another place or whatever, I like to at least have a meeting. Yeah. Do a show, like have some kind of work to be like, okay, now we, <laughs> now we party, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. now is the time we dance. Yeah. N- now we dance. Um, so I'm excited. We're just going to chill there. I am. Yeah. 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 It, it, it'll be fun. Cinco de Mayo and all that other stuff. Fiesta passed. I didn't know it was the same. Not the same thing. Not the same. No, no. Mm-hmm. no it was, uh, Reminded of that on social media. Of like, hey, I'm man. sure you were. Yeah. yeah. Fiesta is definitely not the same. Not. Fiesta is party. Yes. Cinco de Mayo is also party. So having a, still having a was, tough one figuring well, it Cinco out. Cinco de Mayo is actually a some kind of weird independence that isn't even actually the Mexican independence. No, but no, 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 it's no. A, it's a, you know, it's a, a holiday, whereas Fiesta, I think, is some kind of festival they have. Uh, question mark at the end yeah i don't know look it's not it it's not the same we don't we don't uh do fiesta everywhere yeah kind of thing it was it looked very specific for the for the region yeah yeah cinco de mayo they probably celebrate in canada probably you no know, i don't know i think it's worldwide kind of like well is it is it like saint patrick's day because we celebrate saint patrick's day over here i think it's kind of like that because it is just a made-up holiday for people to drink for white people to drink yeah well, so, Cinco de Mayo is, obviously, we, we have a huge Latino contingency here in mm-hmm. the United States. So I think that's for them, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, you get it. You get to have But a they're party. definitely, it's one of those, like, like, Saint, like uh, St. Patrick's where, you know, Irish people look at you like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Tuesday. Do, it's Tuesday. Yeah, we understand. And uh, I'm sure Latino people are like, or Mexican, whatever, are like, mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll drink for sure, but like, <laughs> you guys are definitely. Do you, really, you're taking this I mean, way more seriously than we are. appropriation that happens during Cinco de Mayo, we still haven't, you know, fully addressed as a nation. We just kind of do it. Yeah, we just do it. We kind of do it until enough people get pissed about it, right? Which... To where the white people, the sombreros, and we're drinking yeah, Corona, yeah, yeah. and it's like, this day and age, it is a little cringy, but I mean, shit. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put pictures of Tecate all over my Instagram. And stuff yeah, like Tecate that. tacos. Yeah, right. Yeah, get fun and flirty just with a it. Fun and flirty. Because I think our last day there is is Cinco de Mayo. We leave yeah. the next day, so why not? Let's go for it. I think we should. You know what? I, I man, I, I'd love to, but I don't think we can get down there back in time. Is uh, go to ba- Baby Acapulco's and down in Austin. That's the thing. I, I mean, Oof. I would want to go to Austin too, but that's a whole other two, trip that two, I think we well, should Well, it's, it's only like an hour drive, right? But two margs there. You have two margs, baby Acapulco. Good night. Those purple ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not driving home after that. So. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but different vibe. Like we've said the last show, completely different vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Going yeah, to Austin and going to San Antonio. So I'm happy to just be going there and sort of just check it all out. See what the fucking deal is. I know yeah. a lot of our listeners live there, so I don't know. Maybe we fucking go to a bar or something. Oh, we will definitely go to a bar. Like, so I don't know which we'll one. Let yet. people know. Yeah, we'll let people know yeah. for sure. For sure. Uh, that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day, Jabless. Okay. Um, this one's going out to uh, John Havlicek. Uh, Hondo. 
He was, look, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. He passed away uh, last night at, at uh, 79 years old. R.I.P. Um, played all 16 seasons with the Celtics and uh, won eight championships. I mean, that's crazy, man. Uh, there's only two people who've won more championships than him. He had Parkinson's, and, and that's what he passed away from. But uh, he was a Buckeye. He was an Ohio State guy, too. And that was he was on one of the, the greatest teams we've ever had there. Uh, just everybody and their mother came out and, and, and outpouring last night and just said what a great man he was and uh, just always super positive. And no, one of those guys, you never had a bad word to say about him, and you consider him one of the best of all time, and, and you move on with your day. Uh, but I want to salute him. He was uh, arguably... Probably the, I would say top two, three that's ever come out of Ohio State too for basketball. We're not a bit, we're not really a basketball school so much anymore. Um, but uh, he was the dude, man. He was the dude. He's on the last championship team. So, uh, R.I.P. Hondo, you were amazing. James, pack it, pack your bags. <laughs> I do you're, need you're to going pack my on bags. On a little trip. Going on a trip. Going on a trip, you're going on a trip. Going to eat some tacos and wear some sombreros. <laughs> Shout out to Granny D in Shangri-La. Check it out. Check it out. If you're around there. If you check, go to check, California, check, check, check it out. LA Ventura, uh, and get some uh, recreational marijuana. Exactly. See that you do it at Shangri-La. Shangri-La. Because uh, she's coming out here to, to babysit the kids. Because people ask, hey, who's watching your children? We get a, Granny D's are going to be out here. So it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Shout out to Granny D. Go to, go to <laughs> Shangri-La. Shout out to Granny D. Go to Shangri-La and buy some weed. Uh, that always fits well, doesn't it? It does. Who's, it who's does. watching your children? Uh, she owns a marijuana shop in uh, Ohio. Yep. <laughs> Look, but in again, in California. It's legal. It's, but it's it should never, be legal everywhere. I'm sorry, but it's never been a weird thing out there. Ever. Yeah. So even moving out here, like I've said before, it's so weird to be like, oh, are we whispering about yeah, yeah, yeah. weed? Since yeah. I moved here, whispering about weed has been very, very strange to me. Yeah. But yeah. let's hope that we, let's change that. Oh, let's, oh, let's, let's, let's get rid of the stigma. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go into after hours? After hours? After hours on the show. Why not? Overtime. Overtime. Going into overtime. 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 Going into overtime. <laughs> the stigma? Yeah. Why is everyone taking away the stigma of stuff? What do you mean? Like, I wanted to talk about depression. I want to take away the stigma. I want to talk about, so it's my new, it's my new annoying thing. So people that are like, I want to talk about like miscarriage to take away the stigma. Sure. I want to talk about, you know, uh, whatever, light induced seizures to take away the stigma. Right. I just go, I didn't know. Didn't know there was one for that. Yeah. Or that big of a stigma. Yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> You don't have a computer uh, that works at all. 
Um, it does. You just take don't away use the it. Stigma, stigma of depression. You know, it's a big deal. What do you mean? Take away the stigma. Right, right, right. Of you that. Know what I mean, all de- depression is bad. I guess it's like, well, it is bad. We should. Yeah, because we we're all look trying to get people. rid of it, aren't yeah, exactly. we? Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's that's everybody's rallying cry these days with different every I little know, I, thing. Yeah. Of like, well, the reason I'm talking about this, I want to get rid. Of I want to get rid of the stigma. stigma. A lot of it, and sometimes if it it's to make yourself relevant again, so or to put yourself in the spotlight, as far as I can tell, right? You know, because it's stuff that isn't that it, you know blended family. Yeah, the latest one is Alex, Alex, uh, Alex, Alec. Baldwin's yeah. wife wanted to speak out and take away the stigma of a blended family. What's uh, what kind of blend is, are they Just working with there? Every most people's parents are divorced. Yeah, and then they get remarried. Mm-hmm. That's a really normal thing. Yeah, is it not? No, yeah, it is. It is. How it's weirder to have your parents still together. No. Yes. Okay. So uh, it's, it's 50, what are you look, 50% taking? Of America yeah, is. you're not taking. You're not you're now the spokesperson for taking away the stigma of a blended family. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Where I go, I think you're making it. You are so in your own d- deal, right? Where you you're dealing with like having to deal with an ex-wife and a blah 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 that you think you're it you're the only one maybe that's going through it. I think and that you need to use your platform to talk about people about to, to talk to people about divorce and remarriage, like, I, I think everyone sort of understands that that's a pretty normal thing at this point, right? I, th- I think this with a lot of celebrities and their wives, right, who they're married to. Sure. They always have to have a cause to feel relevant or feel like they matter or, or, or like they're doing something important. And then I don't know if that's the celebrities themselves who are just like, oh, man. This is my wife. She's an amazing woman. She's crazy passionate about taking care of legless dogs. Right. And you're like, oh. Taking away the stigma. The stigma of legless dogs. I'm and just it's like, speaking out about. My, my dog can just roll over without command because he has no legs. Bringing like, attention Wait, to. I want to bring attention to. You want to bring attention to yourself. Yeah. what you want to bring attention to. And there's some things that, look, the stigma should be there. Like, I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to fucking hear about that. Who was it? Uh, the Kelsey Grammer's wife. She's on one of those Desperate Housewives things. She is. Uh, and I think she probably IBS. wants. Yeah, she wants to take, the, take away the stigma of IBS. I think if I speak out about it, it'll take away the stigma. You think, if, you know what I mean? No, it's like when I, hear, when I heard her say that, when I heard her talk about the IBS, now every time I see her, um, I just think about her shitting her pants all day long. Absolutely. Just sprinting to a bathroom like, didn't I don't, I don't need to know that like I know what IBS is right right you're not going to make it cool or trendy or you know like oh hey everybody's doing it no right or I'm not gonna look at you and if I have it go oh well she has it yeah it's cool <laughs> or whatever I think that everyone's still struggling with it whether you speak out about it because you have some show to do it on or not mm-hmm. right and I think that, I guess, finding your community within, you know, on social media or within your t- people that are going through the same thing that you're going through yeah, is fine. But I don't know about shouting it from the rooftops takes away any stigma. I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't either. Because now I look at you 
in a different light. Right. So the stigma is still there. Stigma's still there. Just because you're Alec Baldwin's wife doesn't mean that I'm not like, ah. Oh, doesn't mean geez. there isn't stigma. Doesn't mean doesn't mean that I don't think now or Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields came out famously about, you know, postpartum and having to be on, you know, medications and she now so right. now every time I see her I think she uh, she has to, you know Yeah, she's gotta do the, the whole thing. She's gotta be on medication and she is a you know Yeah. Still a stigma. Still a stigma. Yeah. What, and again, what does stigma mean? <laughs> do I have to look this up for you? Yeah, I will. We look, we're, we're in OT, so it doesn't really matter. We're in OT. You can look um, it up. Everyone's yeah, can, turned off. We can look Everyone's it. turned off. No one's listening to, to no this one's nonsense listening. We can talk anymore. about whatever. So it's like, yeah, the blended. What, what would be my... What would Stigma be is, a, I, is a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. Right. Person right. can be a stigma. Right. So uh, you're, you're trying to take away the disgrace of it, I guess. But, uh, you know. I don't know. Not not all things like a blended family. That's not a. I don't think that's a plot. I don't think it's a. It's something that you need to go going on, on for years. Today, remember show the Brady and- Bunch for Christ's sakes. Hello, blended family. Seventies. We're good. That was forty years ago. I'm a blended family. You're a blended family. Like we're everybody. Everyone. Yep. No. Literally there. everyone I know. Yeah. Oh. Everyone I know has a stepdad, stepmom, stepsister, whatever it may be, and it's that is what made it the norm is that it's just everywhere. You know what this And you're the, about 20 years too late, Alec Baldwin's wife. And not only that, but uh, I think the stigma she should be taking away is how much younger the second wife is from the first wife. You know why you're a blended family, bitch? Because <laughs> he you're wanted to marry 20 younger. 20 years younger than his first wife. <laughs> so what, do you want to take the stigma away from that? Not really. You don't want to mention that, do you? I wonder how old... You know old, what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder how old she is. Um, it's a big gap. I don't even know her name. It's a big age gap, but you can oh, definitely yeah. look up yeah, Alec yeah, Baldwin's yeah, yeah, yeah. wife. Um, I, I, it was funny when we were... Um, ooh, there we go. It, this, this is going to be... A, this is actually going to be more surprising for you. Are you ready for this? Sure. <laughs> Kim Basinger. Yep. Who was the first wife. Yep. Hot. Hot, oh yeah, hot. I, for, I mean, still looking great. Sixty-five. She's sixty-five Jeez. years old, right? Normal, normal age for uh for for what she yeah for how many years she's been. <laughs> uh, Hilaria, <laughs> by the way, her name is Hilaria. Um, is is his new wife's age? His new wife's name, Hilaria Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Dead serious. Um. I, I hope we should pronounce it. <laughs> I, I don't know, Ilaria or something. I yeah, it's Ilaria or something like that. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't H-I-L-A-R-I-A, remember. L a r i a, Hilaria Brown. We'll go with Hilaria Brown, right? Hilaria. Yeah, she yeah. is thirty-five. You bet. She's you bet. Thirty years younger than Kim Basinger. You bet. You want to take <laughs> some stigma away from something? That's why it's really hard to be in a blended family. Yeah. Let's talk to Kim Basinger about it. <laughs> Let's talk to her about how, how she had to deal with it. Okay. And how hard it was for her that her daughter is the same age as her stepmom. It, are they the same age? Gotta be. Gotta be They're pretty close. close. They're really close yeah. in age. And that was something. And I think they said that on the Today Show too. Ireland, yeah, and, Ireland Baldwin is 23 years old. Yeah. So, so. They're, they're very close in age. 
12 years apart. And that's what she said. That's what's hard too. And I'm speaking out about it. I'm going to speak out. Just because you're saying something that's going on in your life, I don't know. Yeah. So Alec Baldwin is 61, right? Sure. New wife is is 35. So it's it's a good 26 year difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is a huge leap. Um, you know what's weird is when we were watching uh, was it Entertainment Tonight the other night when they had the, the Full they House Stamos Wow Saget Coulier Coulier Oh man classic <laughs> Coulier People forget Dave Coulier Dream. was the inspiration for You Ought to Know I by know. Alanis Morissette which is crazy I think Everyone to me. knows that uh, No but, but that's, it's three, still crazy to me that it's still Coulier crazy. made you that crazy It's the three amigos Yeah those those three They've been besties ever since that show began They're still besties today in real life. Um, they each, and this was brought up by a female reporter yesterday. No, that was brought up by Saget's wife. Oh, was? Yeah. <laughs> was she the one interviewing him? Yes. Yeah, so she has oh, a show. She has a show called go. Eat, Rock, Travel, Eat, Travel, Rock, something like this. <laughs> and so from the fame of Saget, yeah. she gets to do some fucking travel show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to take the, you know, stigma away. <laughs> I want to take the stigma away from eating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I maybe have maybe a platform for that? <laughs> the stigma away from cute gals eating a burger like a fucking man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take the stigma away from a from a lady <laughs> like myself just horking down a wing, right? <laughs> can I take the stigma away from that? And I'm speaking out about it because I know that there's a lot of people out there that Yeah. And feel the same way. There's no shame in your wing game either, too. Like we, because we go to wings. I don't know, probably once every two weeks. Sure. We like Would wings. I rather eat them alone in my bathroom? Sure. But I will go out in public and do it. Yeah, and not only that, but you'll tell the waitress, "I want all flats." Mm-hmm. That's a wing eater right there. No all, one. All flats. Yeah. Extra. No crispy. one says they want all flats, and it's the like it's always a female waitress, and always like shocked, like oh no, whoa, they've she asked wants me. The only reason I know flats. is because they've asked me before. Okay, um, but but anyways, on on this full house thing, the wife goes. Can we talk about the fact that all of them are divorced? They're all remarried. All the dudes on Full House are married. Their new wives are exactly twenty three years younger. All three of them. End of interview. And they all kind of like, it was like the guys looked at each other. Yeah, and, and they were the like, hard, that was a hard cut away. Yeah. The weird um, part about it, too, is like Stamos was married to Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. And yeah, that still was, was just not good enough. I was just yeah. like, ah, gotta Rebecca, go younger. Yep. Gotta go even younger. Gotta go than younger than, than Romaine. And they're going very, they're going less celebrity and maybe that's part of it so same alec all three the three amigos and alec baldwin yeah. have all gone with like yoga teachers sure normal hot girls yeah, yeah, yeah. that are out of the spotlight so it's like rebecca she was on her own thing right i can tell you why kim basinger she's on his own her own thing so because that that's still you still have to deal with that of like you, you know if you're dating a celebrity or married to a celebrity mm-hmm. older and they still want to do shit and it's just like hey I kind of want somebody just to be with just me and to, travel on my yes, schedule. Yes. So, and I, that's what you do realize. So all three of them are with. I understand that trend where it's like, all right, cool. I just don't want to do shit. And you can just travel around the world with me. 
Yeah, and the most you might girl, do. Great. Yeah, the most you might do, which is Alec Baldwin's wife does a podcast. Not going to say what it is, and a does she really? Mm-hmm, and a blog, yoga blog. She's like yoga mom, whatever. Okay. And uh, Saget's wife is doing this eat rock travel bullshit, but that's the most that they'll do. Do you know what I mean? They're not right. trying to get parts and stuff. Whatever they are gonna use a little bit of their fame and boredom when the husbands are gone yeah, to start their own little thing like this. Yeah. Why not? Blog. Yeah. YouTube, you know, something like that. I didn't know people were still blogging, by the way. I actually still don't even know what that means. <laughs> where would you, where do you find just blogs? I don't know. It's funny, man. I remember. Tumblr? When, yeah, exactly. When blogs first started, you know, everybody was blogging or I'm a blogger and this is what I do. And then it was vlogs. Vlogs, you know, video logs. Yeah, right? so the and blog everybody I was know just like, now. That will never catch on. Now, that's all you see on YouTube and all that stuff is, is vlogs. Vlogs. Right? And they're like, and I would Because I would rather watch a person. I would rather watch a person talk than... Than read. Than, than read, you know, whatever their, their bullshit statement. Because it's, look, it's hard to write. And, and people aren't good writers. Right. And the blogs that do you know, turn into books, it's because they were so... They were great writers. Great, yeah. great writers, and they had no publisher or whatever, and they started with the blog to get out there, whatever. And, and but Hilaria Baldwin, that's not somebody that I'm... No. Like, oh, man, I bet you she's got amazing yeah, things no. to say. No. <laughs> she can do yoga, and um, they have four kids. A lot of people do yoga, though. Yeah. So what's the, what's the specialty of that? Why is she better? Yeah, why is she better than everybody She's else? She's just someone that did, you know, put the, put her videos on and took awesome yoga pictures. So if you have a professional photographer, great, and your great body, yeah, 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 and you have a rich ass fucking house that you can take pictures of, of yourself doing yoga, you will shoot to the top of a yoga blog. Yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Is she better than anyone else? I don't think so. Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not, but you do, you only know her name because she started doing yoga stuff with Alec. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, don't get it fucking twisted. Hilaria. Hilaria. No one would have fucking known you unless I, you got married. To I like Alec. this little Otsi. I like going overtime with you like this. I like going overtime nice. too. I think maybe we should do it sometimes. Yeah. To where uh, for it's sure. just, uh, you know, if you dare to listen, there, there's a, there's a point when you can turn off. Yeah. If you want. But then if you just want to chill for a little bit and talk about stuff that's A, not interesting, <laughs> B, not funny, and weird, and goes nowhere, hang out. This is, a, this is a normal conversation we just have around the house, and we just, we just did it on air now. So yeah. you're welcome. You're yeah, welcome maybe we'll that. have fights sometimes, like in OT. We're trying like, to- Like really work out something yeah, yeah, yeah. that some, like- Some problems. Yeah. We're trying to get rid of the stigma of that. So Of overtime? Uh, no, just of of talking, of, hu- of two humans of talking two together. Humans I want to get over that of man and wife talking together. Man I and wife get, talking. I want to get that stigma out of the mm-hmm. way. I want to get. I want to get away from the stigma of like podcasts. Yeah, same, same. Not being <laughs> podcast, not being you know listening to people talk. I want to get away from that. Yeah, you guys just do it. Yeah, if you want to get away from it, you can subscribe on YouTube. Boom. Nail that in there to wrap it up. You're welcome. Then you can watch our two faces and Jesse smashed into the microphone. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.